just, thank you. Yeah, I just felt as if we were uh, together. Um, just the Lord brought to me um, the story of Elijah and the, the widow's oil. So, uh, 2 Kings chapter 4. I'm just going to read it very briefly and just quickly just share a couple of thoughts. A certain woman of the, wi- of the wives of the sons of the prophets cried out to Elisha saying, your servant, my husband, is dead. And you know that your servant feared the Lord. And the creditor is coming to take my two sons to be his slaves. So Elijah said to her, what shall I do for you? Tell me what to do. Tell me, what do you have in your house? And she said, your maidservant has nothing in the house but a jar of oil. Then he said, go borrow vessels from everywhere, from all your neighbours, empty vessels. Do not gather just a few. And when you have come in, you shall shut the door behind you and your sons Then pour it into all those vessels and set aside the full ones. So she went from him, shut the door behind her and her sons, who brought the vessels to her, and she poured it out. And it came to pass, when the vessels were full, she said to her son, bring me another vessel. And he said to her, there is not another vessel. So the oil ceased when she came and told the man of God and he said go sell the oil pay your debt you and your sons can live on the rest it's a beautiful story but I think it's also a story just for us right now this poor woman was in a state of destitution her husband was gone the wolf was at the door, the creditor, and she had nothing but a small jar of oil. And the man of God, Elijah, said, go and borrow some more jars. And I think, you know, all of us as churches have been through this time of the pandemic where it's been really a cloud over so many congregations, large, small, and everything else in between. Lots of people have felt absolutely empty post-pandemic. And what's interesting about this story is this, is that the sun goes to collect the jars, and it looks like not only, well, they've got some oil, but no one else has got any oil. There's jars, but there's no oil. And I want to suggest to you that kind of out there right now in the world, there's no oil. People are looking for fulfillment, but they're not finding it. Because actually it's in Christ. And I just have this sense that God is calling us to go out and to collect the jars, collect those empty vessels, bring the people in that are empty, that have got nothing left. And it is 
as we begin with the little oil that we have. And we might feel that we're small. We might feel that we're insignificant. We might feel that we're tired. We might feel that we're washed up. But with the little that we have, as we begin to pour, then God will turn up and the oil will keep on running. She poured and she poured and she poured and she turned to her son and said, I need more vessels. And he said, I've I've collected from everyone. Everyone's given me their vessel, there's nothing left. And it was at that moment when the oil stopped. You see, there's enough of God for all of us. All of us in here, all of us in our families, amongst our neighbours, in our community. But it's time to bring the vessels in. And it's time to pour. Because they've tried the broken cisterns and they have failed. But in here we know that whereas God pours into our lives, we are full, we are overflowing, there is enough for each of us and for each who receives from the Lord and for those who need more. So it's time to bring the vessels in and it's time to pour. Pour into our lives. Allow the Holy Spirit to pour into our lives and let's see what God will do because he will do immeasurably more than we can ask, think, or possibly dream. Thank you, and God bless you. What a wonderful picture, and that speaks into some of the stuff that we've been talking about in recent weeks as well. So I'd, I'd like to put out there a couple of ideas, and I'm looking for volunteers. Just as something that you said, Mike, which I've thought of before, um, in the... Alpha course, if you've ever been on the Alpha course or you've seen the Alpha videos, they start with these, um, they set a question to various people who are on the street. All around the world, they have all these settings, and, you know, they're in New York or Sydney or in London or whatever. And they just give their answers. And the question that you asked earlier was, who is Jesus to you? I'd like some volunteers to come with me, and Lisa, I haven't told her about it to go out on the streets of Hurley one day and just say, who's Jesus to you? No, no agenda other than just to use the name of Jesus in a conversation and see what comes back and see what conversations that we have. And to bring the answers back to the church to pray into. That's one. The other is, you may have noticed that we have a road of the week, which, as all good vicars do, are stole from another parish. And we pray for a road. There happen to be 52 roads in the parish, so we have a, a road for the week. And we try and include that in intercessions. It's always, uh, it comes around and there's an email. Who'd be willing to come with us to go and knock on doors? We're an Anglican church. We are the church for the parish. Parishioner means outsider. It doesn't mean the people in here. It means the people out there who happen to live in these streets. Who'd be willing to come and to put a leaflet into somebody's door and then go back a couple of days later, knock on the door and say, we're your local parish, 
we're praying for your road this week. Is there anything specific? We can pray generally. Is there anything specific we'd like, that you'd like prayer for? And we used to do it in my previous parish, and most people are okay about it, and many people will actually offer you something for prayer. Some people will open up about what's going on in their lives and you have a fantastic conversation. And that's the opportunity to then invite, particularly if they've got questions about faith. We've got an Alpha course running. Would you like to come and find out a bit more about that? We've got, um, we've got clergy and, and other people at the church. They'd love to chat to you over a coffee about your questions. Who might be up for that? Because that's exactly what Mike was talking about is going out and pouring the oil out there rather than trying to gather it in here. You don't need to answer now, but let me leave that with you. And let me leave that with the rest of the church who aren't here for next week. Because these are practical things we can do to step outside of those doors. While we were singing Fling Wide the Gates and then we opened those oak doors, I thought that might be just a little bit too theatrical. But... (laughs) (laughs) But... When we first opened those doors my first year here, I, I wanted them open because they, that can be a barrier between us and our parish. And actually, we need that to be open. And we spoke last week about this dam which is here, which is stopping the water from flowing out into our community. And that means us. We are the bricks in that dam. And we need to take the bricks out and we need to get out there. Amen? Sarah. I'm just going to remind you, but uh, Doug knows the story. Just as we were arriving, um, some friends of ours had a word for us um, about being here. And they talked about about a flood coming out of the church and running through. And their word for us was to... Imagine you're just in a dinghy and you just go with it. You're in a rubber, rubber ring. You just go with that flood. And so there have been people praying for us here since, you know, we were just appointed and hadn't met any of you. So, so there is something in your water, the water image and a flood flowing out of those doors. I don't know if Doug's ever told you that, but there you go. Amen. Oh,